Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Jamie. Welcome back. Nice to be here. Right? It is fall. I love the fall so much. Sweatshirts and blankets. The sweatshirts are out. The sweaters are out. I love them. I love all of it except I don't want my feet covered. What? I get really sad when I have to put flip-flops away. Oh. I I do love a good don't want to wear socks. I like being warm. Mm-hmm. So, like, if it's warming me up, I'm like, ooh, cozy socks. Ooh, but I would prefer not suffocating socks. socks. But I yeah. don't. I always feel like they're suffocating. But I don't want my toes cold. Do you sleep in socks? No. no, no. How do you sleep with socks? How do people do that? I don't know. You got to be able to breathe under there. I do like to take my soft blanket and wrap it in between my feet because I don't want my feet to touch each other. Okay. Remember, I have mm-hmm. weird sleep issues, but I. Can't sleep with socks on either. I do like things between my legs and in between my legs because yes. I don't like I don't like my it skin to touch like skin. Sweaty sometimes, yeah. and it's like that's a barrier. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's oh too God. hot when my my <laughs> own body heat touches my own body. It yeah, create, and it I don't like that friction and heat. So even though putting a blanket on things seems to think that would be like to warm you up, but no, no. It, it separates. Cools me down. Yeah, yeah. Keeps them separated. I think I sang that song last episode, too. I like, like things, things separated. <laughs> That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that, actually. Right. So we have a What's on Your Shelf today. Yes, we do. But before we get to that, we need our fun fact. Yes. Miss um, Leanne Moriarty. Could just sing her praises. Oh, and my dog wanted to sing the praises he as really well. He really loves her. Yeah. He likes to read. As well he should. <laughs> her books. Thank you, dog. He's cute, though. He is cute. Okay, um, this one. Super fun. In 2014, Nicole Kidman got in touch with Leanne Moriarty and asked her out for coffee. What? On any given day, Nicole Kidman calls me for coffee, too. They're both Australian. What? Yeah. They've got to be friends. They need to be friends. But, well, here, uh, they weren't friends before, but called her, asked her out to coffee, and in partnership with Reese Witherspoon, Kidman wanted no. to buy the rights to Moriarty's sixth novel, the smash hit success Big Little Lies. So this was her first approach to making one of her books into like a, a movie series or, or a, a series. Movie. Yeah. Um, she says, I told her that everyone had explained to me I shouldn't get excited until the day they actually started shooting. Moriarty recalls as she leads me inside the house, past a curving staircase and gleaming kitchen. Coffee in her house. She got to go to Nicole Kidman's house? Not just a coffee shop, but Nicole Kidman's house for coffee. Yes. What? And onto a wide stone terrace. cool in this situation? Yeah, there is no cools in me at this point. I would be like, hi. I've seen you. Uh, Sarah. (laughs) I mean, I have some of the most embarrassing responses in situations like that, that I can only, I already know how I'd act. I would be awful. I would be so awkward. Me too. Okay. Anyway, so they go back out onto this wide stone terrace scattered with wicker furniture and pale throw pillows. It's all just sounding so beautiful. Leave it to Leanne to describe it to the T. Yeah. And Leanne says, novels get bought all the time and never made into anything. But in response, Nicole said, if I buy it, get excited. Oh, my gosh. Woo. Boom. And she bought it. And it was something. And boy, was it. I mean, I haven't seen it I totally have seen it. I haven't seen it. I love Big Little Lies. I love that book, but I don't have 
whatever channel it's on to watch Big Little Lies. Yes, I paid for a month so that I could watch it. So that it. you could watch it. See, I need to think of that way, the ways to get around having, because in my head, <laughs> you buy a subscription, you buy it for the rest of your Forever. life. Forever. <laughs> Why don't I think I could cancel it? You I've can never cancel yeah. it. It's fine. Yes, yeah, so I haven't seen Big Little Lies. It's good. So I refuse. But to. I love the book. I mean, yeah. it's just one of those things where, at least for me, I love books so very much. They can give you so much more information than a movie can. Although I, I am right. a movie buff. I love movies too. Take me to a good movie. Yes. But when there's a book turned movie, I mean, I can't think of a time that I liked the movie more than the book. I always love yeah. the book more. You can always just get so more. much more out of a book. There are a few that I think did it really well. Mm-hmm. but never yes. better than the book. Right. And I would say Big Little Lies, I loved it, but I love the book more. But with that being said, as we're talking about this, mm-hmm. it I just had this flash of Nine Perfect Strangers, which is also Leanne Moriarty yeah. that was turned into a thing. And the book was like weird for me. Yeah. It was good, but it was so different and weird. I thought it was so different and weird, yeah. And I loved the series. the series. I loved the series. I still haven't seen it. Now, with that being said, like, it's got language and drugs and some weird things happening because it is a weird it's a book. Weird, yeah, it's a weird story. And maybe because I knew that going into the series, like, I wasn't, like, expecting something normal. I was expecting something weird. And they just did such a good job. And again, Nicole Kidman is in that. Nicole Kidman and my friend... Melissa. Melissa McCarthy. McCarthy. Oh, I love her. I love her. And there's there's a few good names. Like, you're going to recognize quite a few people in there. And they are all so good. And it's just so good. It's so good. Anyway. One of these days, I'll have time to sit down and watch it. Or make time. I I make time for whatever I want to do. I know. Because I read a lot of books. But But for TV. TV is different kind of time. It is. I have to actually sit and focus. I know. And I, like... Just seemed to have a few. I watched it pretty quickly, and I think did I did you? it over weekend. And I was just like, you know what? I I couldn't stop. Like I just kept kept going, going from going, one going. episode to the other. I love a good binge like that. I know though. it was that's good. delightful. Anyway, so that's okay. interesting. I love that. Yeah, how cool. Let's go to coffee. Hey, friend Nicole, come to my house. Do you want to go to lunch? Right. Come on. I'm over. gonna swing over and just bring yeah. you a treat. I do that with my friends here, but I can imagine doing that with like. Nicole Kidman. Right. Totally different level. What do you tell your sisters who are also not authors? Like, hey, guess who just called? I'm (laughs) going to go have coffee with Nicole Kidman. Right. After you pick your job off the floor, then you call and rub it into everyone else. Right. You have to. You have bragging rights at that point. Exactly. For sure. Okay. What's on our shelves this week? I got some fun things to talk about. I've been ready to talk about some books. Very ready. Yeah. I have a five star. I have a five star. This is a good one, but I'm not going to talk about it till the end. Oh, me neither. So you're going to have to stick around to find out what I loved the most. I agree with that. Okay. Okay. So what are you going to talk about first? First is the new Lisa Jewell book, The Night She Disappeared. Ooh, I love Lisa Jewell. I love her too. A good mystery, a good thriller. Always, you can count on her. Yeah, somebody dies, somebody has to figure out... Right? I just love her so much. And I loved this one. Oh. It did not disappoint. So cool. it um, it starts out with a 19-year-old girl. Her name's Tallulah. And she got pregnant as a teenager. So she's got a baby. Okay. She's living at home with her mom and with this baby. 
and she is going to university. Her, the baby's father is in the picture. And very early on in the book, it talks about how um, he moved back. He moved in with her to help take care of the baby and to try to be a family. But Tallulah was just never like, I mean, this was her. She met him when she was 14 years old. It's the only boyfriend she's ever had. And now that she's got a baby and she's going through those motherhood things, this baby is taking all of her attention. And that's the only place she wants to put her attention right now. She loves this baby and she is still like, I've got, I want to go to university. I want to get this done. And he's complaining, you never make time for me. And she's like, I don't want to, I just want to be with this baby. And she's not really is in love with him as she thought she was as a teenager before a baby came into play. Okay. So that's kind of the situation. Before she grew up, basically. Yes. Like matured. Exactly. Okay. It's it's different to have someone you love as a teenager when you don't have any of those responsibilities. Sure. And then... And you don't really know what you want from life. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So in going to school, she meets this... um, She meets this girl who's totally like posh and popular, has all these groups. Tulu doesn't really have friends like... Her friends are doing different things now. They don't have babies. So she is very lonely. So she meets this other friend and starts kind of hanging out with her on the side. But her boyfriend, who's not really a boyfriend, but the baby daddy. Okay. But kind of a boyfriend. I mean, they sleep together in the same bed. They occasionally Hmm. have sex. She's just not really into it. But it's technically her boyfriend, but more so baby daddy. Doesn't know she has this friendship with this girl. Okay. And so um, the other side of the story is there's a writer who moves into town with her boyfriend. They live together. And he is the head of the school, the head teacher of this school. So she's just moved there. She's a writer. She's a mystery writer. And she finds this um, cardboard sign in their kind of backyard garden area that says, dig here. And she's like what so she digs there and she finds a ring like an engagement ring oh my so just before her and her boyfriend moved there like a year before Tallulah and her boyfriend baby daddy went missing they just didn't come home one night they went out for a night off mom was keeping the baby and didn't come home and so all of these different pieces are what happened to them. Oh, my gosh. What the heck is this for, you know, this uncovering this mystery? And they never find out what happened to him. The ple- It kind of went cold. Oh, my. Anyway, so she starts digging as her writing, and they start trying to piece together what this ring is all about. Hmm. And then on the other side of town, what happened to my daughter? And so grandma's left raising the baby. Yeah. And there's just no sign. It's like she loved her baby and she never would have left her baby. Right. The night she disappeared by oh Lisa Jewell. And you Three, gave it? I gave it four stars. Awesome. It was great. Okay. It was a good one. That's way fun. Ooh, I need, it's been a little while since I've read a good mystery. Yeah. Um, I tend to read, I like every other book. Well, I, <laughs> Maybe I feel every like third. I went through a phase where I, I was just yeah. reading so many mysteries. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, I've 
I need something different. So then I didn't for a while. And now I'm yeah. like, wait a minute. It's Halloween. How am I not reading mysteries this month? I wish I were reading some more. Very good. I've read so many Lisa Jewell. I'm looking over them right now. And there's some I haven't read, but I've read a considerable amount of her books. She's just a great mystery writer. I know. You can just always count on her mm-hmm. to deliver a good story. Right. Right. To kind of keep you on the edge of your seat. Absolutely. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, the first book I'm going to talk about is The Crossover by mm. Kwame Alexander. I hope I didn't butcher his name. Um, it It is about a boy who is a twin, and he... And his twin brother, they're in middle school, and they play basketball. Okay. And their dad was a big-time player, um, but had some health con- problems and had to quit. And But he's been coaching the boys, and he's really helping them, and they're going to be big. Okay. And it's kind of told... Um, like it's not a lot, it's, it's 145 pages. Now I listened to it and it's 145 pages, which is a normal size book, but it's a short audio, which makes me think maybe there's not very many words on each page. Okay. Does that make sense? So if you read it, it would maybe look a little different than a normal book because it's got plenty of pages, but it is a shorter book. I really liked this story. Okay. Okay, the crossover. So that's what It's you called said? the crossover. Okay. And I'm not like a super sporty yeah, person. You say that and I go, yeah. Right? Yeah. But it's really insightful. Like it's, he is in middle school. He's on the basketball team. He wants to win. It's like, kind. there's kind of a little competition between him and his brother about who's the best on the team. But um, they still love each other, right? Like even though they are constantly trying to, be better mm-hmm. than the other. Right. And it's for, it's told from the point of view of one of the twins. Okay. And so it's like his brother gets a girlfriend and kind of starts spending more time with her instead of him and how he handles his, this, he feels kind of rejected. Yeah. By his brother. Because his brother's now with this other with girl. With a girl. All the time. Yeah. And, and how that makes him feel. And then the way that he reacts to it. And, and then his dad has some health concerns, like I mentioned. And it's how they, how the mom, reacts to the dad having these health problems and anyway it's just really genuine and like how these middle age middle school age kids deal with things that life is throwing at them and it's so real but it's told in such a good way i loved it so much i gave it four stars and it's a quick easy listen i would highly recommend it like so sweet where did you come across this like where did i don't even know know. if i'm honest it was it's been on my list of like i make a wish list you know Uh so that i can reference it whenever i'm looking for my next book to read and it was it was on there and i was like you know what i i had it on there for a while and i've never listened to it and i'm like i'm putting it on my hold and i put on hold and it was i'm so glad i did it was really good and i know that it's totally outside of my normal reads but it's not at the same time. Yes, sports and boys right. is the main, like, story. But there's so much genuine, like, dealing with family relationships and getting through middle school and trying to be, like, 
be your best self because he gets in trouble and he can't play basketball for a minute. And, you know, it's like real stuff. Yeah. It's really it good. good. And it's done so well. And it's enough that, like, the, the only complaint I had was, like, no, tell me more. Don't stop there. Like, I wanted I it to going. keep going. I love a good book like yeah. that. Yeah. Because it was just done so well. He did a great hmm. job. Awesome. I put it on my list. Yeah. And I'm good. surprised because when you say basketball, I, I immediately know. said no. I know. It's totally outside. It. It's totally outside of even what I normally read. But that's why I, someone must have said something to me that p- made me put it on my list. Yeah. Right? Because I think at first glance, I wouldn't, you wouldn't have. have. Um, but I'm so glad that I did end up reading it because it yeah. was really good. Yeah. The crossover. If okay. you just need a quick listen, I... This is the one to choose. Would you listen to it with your kids? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Absolutely. So it's a juvenile fiction or... Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Definitely awesome. YA and and they would... I think they would all love it. Even my daughter, I think, would really like it. Because okay. it's like relationships. Because it's real. Yeah. yeah. And it's pertinent so to their So my boys would like frame. it because there is some... You know, it's boy, it's masculine, it's basketball, whatever. And it's brothers. But... I think that even my daughter would really like it because it's relationships and there's a girlfriend and there's, you know, things like that that are from the boy's point of view. Yeah. It's good. I like it. Yeah. Okay. The one I just read was The Husbands by Chandler Baker and Allison Ryan. Oh, it says Allison Ryan is the narrator. Chandler Baker is the author. Weird that they put that on the... Like on Goodreads? On Goodreads, it lists the narrator, which I've never seen that. But so Chandler Baker is the author. It's called The Husbands. Okay. So good. Really? It was so good. It is like this. So there's the main character. She's um, she's a lawyer. And she has a four-year-old daughter. She just found out she's pregnant by accident with a second child. And she is struggling. Like, motherhood. And she's up for partner. And she just... She's failing everywhere, trying to do all the mom stuff, all the work stuff. And then she's looking at her husband like, why can't you see that things need to be done? Why do I have to tell you or ask you? I don't want I don't want the burden on me to then think of the burden and then ask for help. I want you to see the things to relieve my burden. So it's kind of like every mom's thoughts at times. And I'm not dissing husbands. They're great. But being a woman with a career does not make you a part-time mother. You still fall, you know, like, when is it Teacher Appreciation Day? And we've got to take in a present for that. And we've got to do this sign up and this well child check and this, all those things that moms just think about. And not all, but oftentimes dads don't. Sure. Not because they can't. Just because that's, it's, I think, a generational belief. And it's so being taken care they of. haven't seen it. And they don't need to. Haven't seen the need to get it done. I don't yeah. know. Um, out of sight, out of mind. You yes. know, or they think, think, oh, my wife has this handled. I don't exactly. need to worry Not about it. Not a big it. deal. Yeah. I do these things. She does those things. Sure. But, um Sure. And then she's she's feeling it at work that she's not going to get partnership because she has to take days off when her daughter's sick or she has to leave because the baby sitter can't stay late 
four nights in a row. And so she's getting this flack from the other lawyers at her office, like, oh, she has to go, she has a kid, or she can't you find a babysitter? Like, you maybe you should get a nanny. And she's like, really, duh, you think I haven't thought of that? So she's just super stressed. Yeah. They also, unexpected second child, and she's like not really loving that idea. Oh. And she just is because it wasn't planned, unexpected. unprepared for it. Yeah. And they live in this tiny townhome. So they need, they're looking for a bigger home and they find this brochure. Um, so they go to this open house to look at this home and love it. They fall in love with it. The it's a, there's an HOA, it's a developed community and it's just stunning and beautiful, but it's a further commute. This is like suburbia. Okay. And, as they get to know people in this neighborhood, like it just kind of gets thrown in their plate to meet the other people in this neighborhood as they're looking at the house and considering somebody calls her right after she goes and looks at it and says, Hey, I heard you looked at this house. I live in the neighborhood. I heard you're a lawyer. My neighbor needs a lawyer for anyway. So she gets pulled into, there was a house fire in the neighborhood and they, um, they need this lawyer to help with this house fire. They think it was um, accidental. It's like a electric fire. Okay. But that it was a wrongful death. Somebody died in the fire. Wrongful death because of wrongful work done in the home. So they need oh. this lawyer. So they bring her in to do it. And as she's coming in and meeting people and researching this, things just seem a little off in this neighborhood. Just a little off. The women are all like successful businesswomen. We've got a neurosurgeon. We've got therapists. They're they're all like lady bosses going on here. And the husbands have jobs and they work too, but they are doing the laundry and they are doing like all these things and things just are seeming too good to be true. Okay. And she's she gets sucked in and then maybe it's a little too late to see what's going on. What? It's so good. Really? So good. What did you give it? I gave it four stars. Oh my gosh. It's fantastic. And it's just, it just speaks to the woman who's trying to do it all. Working or non-working, moms are trying to do it all. They're busy. There's always not enough time in the day to get stuff done. And it really sings to that tune. (laughs) I think I need to read that book. Yes, you will love it. I got through it super fast because it was just, it was just good. Okay. I believe it's also on the Goodreads. It's up for a book of the year. Oh. And so that's where I got it off their list of, was off of there. That's awesome. It was really good. Okay. Done. I'm going to read it. Let me know what you think. Okay. The next one I'm going to talk about today is. Inside Out by Demi Moore. Oh, I've heard a lot about this one. Yes, I have not read it. Yeah, I have. It came out a couple years ago, right? Yeah, I think it has been around. Um, Let's see. Remember all the backlash. 2019. So a couple years. Okay. Um, I love a good memoir. Like, give me a famous person that I can read about. It's like my most favorite thing. Because I'm always surprised. Like, I always have ideas about what I think. And then you read about it and you're like, no way. Yeah. I, like, love that. I agree. Anyway, so I was really looking forward to reading this one. I didn't love this one. No. 
Not a good I one. I mean, super interesting. You know, there were definitely parts that I was like, um, I enjoyed and I really liked hearing about and things that I didn't know um, about her that are, it's, she had a, some really hard, sad, awful experiences in her mm-hmm. life that I, I'm sure was very therapeutic to be able to write about it and talk about it and, you know, like, let it go, mm-hmm. I, you know. Um, and I think that's helpful for other people, too, who have had similar or horrible things in their childhood. The more we talk about it and the more it's open, the more we can heal ourselves and other people can heal themselves because they oh, yeah. realize they're not alone. Absolutely. So I can huge. see the benefit of that. So, like, those kinds of things were just – it's very fascinating to me. You know, you look at people who are famous and they, they seem to have it all and you realize how broken – Right. You know, money doesn't fix everything. Yeah. It definitely brings a level of comfort. Definitely. Um, but I don't think it can heal certain aspects of our lives that are that right. need other it kind does of not attention. Heal trauma. No. For sure. Anyway, so she's had she had a rough go. It was fun to hear about like her movies like Ghost and Indecent Proposal and you know, those movies that are so iconic that she right. got to be a part of and um it's and how she had a you know she had a baby during these movies and mm-hmm. how she um she I had remember body her issues on the cover pregnant wasn't she the one that was naked on the cover she talks a lot about that in her book and yeah that was big it's time. one of her most proud she says things that she did because it was before people ever took pictures of themselves pregnant, pregnant. like yeah. she's like when a woman was pregnant at that time you put on a tent like you put on a you drape you you, you you hid it was not sexy you were not beautiful you were just getting through until you could get back to where you were right and she's like it was the fr- she said actually when the photographer took that picture it was on the cover of vanity fair magazine uh-huh. she said it was she did this whole shoot for Vanity Fair, but at the end, the photographer was like, she took it for Bruce Willis. Ah. And and it was meant to be just a gift for, for Bruce. But when they took it and saw it, it was like, oh, this is amazing. And Demi says, oh, they would be so, it would be so awesome if they would use this for the cover. Like, they never will. Never will, but. But it would be amazing if they did, because she just loved it, and she yeah. felt like. Women are never thought of as beautiful in this state. Yeah. She's like, now you see it everywhere. Like, everyone takes pictures of their baby bumps. Yeah. But at that time, it was like I remember how shocking, shocking yes. it was. And I was probably junior high. Yeah. It was a long time ago. It was ago. a long time ago. High school, maybe. Yeah. But I remember that, seeing it in the grocery store. Well, and she people talks like about- wanting to cover it up in the grocery store, put covers over it. Yeah. And she talks about how... At the twenty year reunion of that cover, they they threw a whole big thing because it was still like making waves that so, that happened. Yeah. yeah, such a big deal. So there were things that like she's definitely pushed boundaries and mm-hmm. had to kind of fight for women's rights, and she did it unknowingly, right. right? Just trying to do what was right for herself and not doing it because she felt like she was progressing women's like place in the world right she not just, as a whole but as a individual right and it just happened to help other women right right so um in that sense there was a there's a lot she's a complicated person and there's a lot going on for her and it, it's very interesting and definitely worth listening to especially if it's some and a topic that's interesting to you but um i gave it three stars there were 
it wasn't my favorite memoir. Yeah. Um, I just said that funny, funny memoir. <laughs> anyway, memoir. it didn't sound that funny to me until you said it the second time, and then <laughs> it like resonated in yeah. my brain. Anyway, um, not my favorite one I've ever listened to or read, but still definitely very eye opening and interesting. I mean, she has a lot of things in her life that are not your normal like path. You know, she dated a much younger man. She divorced her husband and then he moved across the street, you know, very different things and choices that she made for herself. It's interesting to see the behind the scenes of people that we've created a story for based off of what we've seen. Absolutely. In the news and the media. And Mm -hmm. then to hear the back story is always so interesting. Yeah. Like a good. I agree. Nice. How many stars did you give? I gave it three stars. Three stars. Okay. Awesome. Um, my last one today is my four, my five star. Okay. Oh my gosh, loved it so much. It is called All We Ever Wanted. Okay. By Emily Giffen. I like her. Have She's you read complicated? Stuff by her, by I think I've read one. And it was like it's like a tough one. Like it takes you down a road. And you have to decide what morally is right. And it's hard. Is that you one, know what? what this, this one is was? similar. It was so good. And what I love so much about it was a strong female mother mm. who, who was like, knew what was right. So this mom was, she came from a small town, um, maybe even like a trailer park. Like she didn't come from a lot. She went to college she married she got married her husband started a business and they started from the ground up like it wasn't like they were well off from the beginning but he had this he built this business he ended up selling it and they became millionaires overnight oh wow like i mean they slowly had been doing better and better and better but when they sold this company they had more money than they ever knew what to do in their life. So they've got this beautiful, huge home. They live in a very, very nice neighborhood. They have one son. He goes to the best school in the area and he has since kindergarten. Like he's, and he's now a senior. Okay. So just he's had everything. He drives the car he wants. He's got great grades. He just got into, I don't know, Princeton. Is that what? I think that's where just a really good a school, really, really good school. Um, things are just going great or so it seems on the other side of town is this single dad who owns his own woodworking business. He makes furniture cabinets and custom custom stuff. He's um, got a daughter who is in high school, not a senior, but in high school and, um, is going to the same school, but she's there on a scholarship. Okay. She's very, very smart, which is why she got in and they can't afford it. And so that she was able to get in because of her grades, like in ninth grade or eighth grade, because she was, uh, had such a high aptitude that they took her on scholarship. So okay. she's there on scholarship. And one night they are at a party together and they, they know of each other. She definitely knows of him because he's the big senior that everyone wants to be with. He has a girlfriend and she just thinks he's so cute and has the most beautiful blue eyes and just wishes he'd turn her way. 
they end up at a party together and she, everyone's drinking and she drinks a little bit more than she should. Okay. And the next day when she um, wakes up and finds out what happened, she doesn't remember what happened and pictures were taken, <gasps> pictures were shared. Oh, no. And she is on not the winning end of those pictures. Oh. So she's just humiliated and doesn't want she just wants to forget about it and let it go and move on and pretend it didn't happen. Well, her dad, who finds out about it, is like, no way. These people are going to pay. This is awful what they did. And what they did was awful. Trying to figure out who did it and, you know, what the real story was is kind of what the whole story is about. But um, the boy who's going to Princeton seems to be in on what happened. And the dad is like we will do every, we'll pay them off we'll like this could ruin his princeton his whole future admission and his whole future right yeah, uh, like effectually yeah yeah and so he's just like we got to cover this up we got to you know or pay him off or we'll get out of this this is not going to ruin this was one bad decision this is not going to ruin your life A really bad decision though yeah but mom is like mm, I don't want to believe my son did this, but if my son did this, he needs to pay the consequences for it. So it's, oh, it's like, it's refreshing, right? Refreshing is a good word for it. And it goes back and forth, like what this kid is doing and what's dad doing and what's mom doing. And then the girl on the other side with her dad and what her issues are with her mom. Cause mom left when she was little and she's dealing with her dad being the single parent. And it's a dad, not a mom yeah. in this hard time. And, um, What's right, even when it's your own child, and you want what's best for your own child, yeah. but your child's done something you wish they hadn't done. Right. And holding them accountable. It's so refreshing, like you said, to have a mom role like this. This is a strong woman, strong mom character, and I All loved right. it. Right. It was excited fantastic. for that one. It yes. is on my list. My five star. Cool. It's been a while since I've had a five star, so... That's re- that's good. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm very right, excited. it's time. It was time, and it was perfect timing. Oh, that's <sighs> nice. Yeah. Okay, my last book and my five star woo woo is the Gunkle by Stephen Rowley. I'm so excited to. It's been, it's on my list. It's on my hold at the library, and it's taking forever. I'm so. Sorry I'm going to tell you. you how many I still am because I've been waiting. I feel like months. You just keep watching it for this one, and I'm still four weeks out right now. Four weeks out. I, it looks I so must good. say I am super. I'm surprised yeah. that I gave it five stars. Um, not now. Now it deserves five. But when I started it, I never anticipated that it would lead to loving that. it this much. I okay. thought, oh, this is going to be such like a lighthearted, silly. Yeah. Kind of rom-com-ish yeah. type book, which a nice it has elements of that. Palette cleanser. I use those in between yes. heavy books and stuff. So they yes. have their purpose, but they're not usually a five-star book. Right. Absolutely. Just kind of, and it is, it is, it does have moments of that. It has that. It's not yeah. like missing those things. It's there. Yeah. Um, The premise of the story is there's a guy is um lives alone 
in Palm Springs. You he you know that he used to be famous and has is no longer acting. So he, he was fam- a famous actor. Now he's not. He's hiding. They mm-hmm. kind of use that, you know, like he's hiding away in Palm Springs, and um, he had he's gay. He has a best friend in like college and adulthood who's a girl named Sarah who ended up marrying his brother. Okay. And she, at the very beginning of the book, um, he's traveling home to go to her funeral because she lost her battle with cancer. And they have two children. So he's So it's his brother's wife. Yes. That's passed away. And his best friend. And his best friend. And they've got two children. Okay. 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 So so he is Gunkle. He is gay uncle. I love that. Okay. Term. They call him Gunkle or um, Gup because his name is Patrick, gay uncle Pat. Okay. So they I call him this. Gup, Gup or, Gunkle. or Gunkle. And he goes home to go to the funeral. And while it, and there's clearly some sibling feelings there, you know, that he's not been around um, throughout this hard time. You know, okay. there's always history in families, right. and the they have a sister. So it's there's three siblings. So there's the two brothers. He's got the gay uncle, and then his brother, who's married to his best friend, and then he has a sister, who has older children that are grown and like leaving the house. And um, there's some, you know, history there that you don't fully understand, but you can feel it. Okay, when he goes home for the funeral, and um. Brother takes him aside and says, look, I I need your help. I have an addiction problem with opioids. And... Oh, it just keeps getting heavier yeah, and I, heavier. My kids need me now more than ever. And I have to, I have to get healthy. I have to take care of this. Yeah, I have to fix this now. Um, and so I need you to take my kids. Do this for me. Um, take my kids. And... I'm going, I've already looked into it. There's a place right near you in Palm Springs. So the kids can be with you and they can be near me and I need them by me. And you can take care of the kids for the summer while I go to rehab and try to heal. And he's like, no, I can't take care of your kids. Like, what are you talking about? Like, no, this is ridiculous. How old are these kids? They're nine and six. Okay. Children. Children. Yeah. And, um, you know, they go to the funeral after the funeral sister is like, you can't take the kids. I am a mother. I am going to take the kids. Mm -hmm. Like, they need a mother right now more than ever. They don't need you. Like, you don't know how to take care of children. You can't help them. Everything in their life is falling apart. I'm going to take care of them. And it's like, because the sister said he couldn't do it, it was like, like, oh, I'm going to do it. You are not taking them. Yeah. I could do this. Yeah. So this is all the very, very beginning. And that's kind of what drives him to take the kids. And he flies them back to Palm Springs. And they, and he starts figuring out how to take care of children. You just have the summer with and, Gunkle. Yeah. And it is all of the lighthearted, silly, funny things that you would imagine their gay uncle doing while he's taking care of them. I can't At wait for the weeks. same time. He has a very complicated history. There's a reason that he's hiding from acting. There's a reason uh, he's left the limelight and he's not really dealt with that. And this situation is kind of forcing him to deal, to deal with, with this past. And 
So it is a lot deeper than just the silly, fun, lighthearted things that are also happening. Right. Um, in the book. And it's, and the sister doesn't let him go that easily. So she makes life hard for him. And that creates quite a bit of conflict. But it, it was so good. I just loved it so much. I was like, why can't I give this book five stars? Like, it was great. I'm excited. I know. I can't wait. I just really, really, really enjoyed it. I loved it so much. I want a gunkle. I know. I want to go spend the summer with a gunkle in Palm Springs. I know. And one of my favorite things is that he has um, gunkle rule number one. And he has all these rules. He's yeah. like, and every time the kids would do something, he would just roll his eyes. He's like, gunkle rule. And he would <laughs> give some new rule. And it's it I can so see them making this into a cute. movie. And I haven't even read it yet. They totally should. I can it's see this so as a movie. cute. It was so good. It's really good. Who, who would play gunkle? Hmm. Well, I kind of was like, I felt like they were referencing, what's it, Patrick Harris? Oh, yeah, Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. There's his name. Yes. And I was I like, him. he would be, that's exactly he who I imagined. Gunkle. Yes. And that's who I imagined. But anyway, yeah. it would be so good. That would be good. And, he, and it was just a good book. And I would be awesome. a movie I would go and see. Absolutely. So Make fun. the movie. Do it. Done. I want to read it. I want to watch it. What a great all of the above full of, like day full of books. I know four stars and five stars. Well, I guess one three. one three. You had one three, but we just gave you some good books, right? Let us know what you think. I know. I would love to hear everyone's thoughts on these ones we talked about. Yeah, cool. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. You can email us at thisisyourbookclubpodcast at gmail dot com. Please rate and subscribe. Share like, with your friends. Share. Talk about things. it. All the things we love it. It's our favorite. Thank you to Amphibious Zoo for our music. And we'll see you next week. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And, and this, this is, is your book club. club.